Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to this Thursday's broadcasting of Honestly, I'm Irritated with your host, your producer, your maker, your extraordinaire, Ashley Milan Brooks. Yes, you guys. Thank you so much for coming. This today is going to be a chill segment, throwing it back to old times, hence the Throwback Thursday, you know, coincidental, I know, I know, but it doesn't make it any less fun. So just sit back and relax as I go through old memories, talk about some old times, old food and just things that get us thinking about our feelings and what we've been through, but also what we made it through and where we're going to go. Thank y'all. Enjoy yourselves. Bye. Hey, all you beautiful people. Thank you so much for coming to my podcast. Quick reminder, if you want to listen to the songs that I have on my podcast, and that will be on Thursdays, you will have to download the Anchor app, comma, go to anchor.fm slash Ashley Milan Brooks, comma, or if you clicked on the shared link on any of my social media sites, whether that is Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or Snapchat, click on that link and there will be an option to listen to my podcast right then and right there. You're all set if you do that, and you'll be able to hear the lovely array of songs that I choose. So, you know, don't miss out, you guys. Click that link or download the app for yourself and see. Ah, it's going to be so fun. So, uh, what's the banger today? I mean, honestly, I'm irritated. Hey everybody, thank you for listening in tonight because it's Thursday, we throwing it back, and we are going to have a good time as always. Thank you so much once more for tuning in to this week's Thursday's podcast. What are we doing today? So, today we are going to go over my freshman year in college, and that's why the title is called The College Newbie. So, yes, 2014, to be exact to the time period, I was going to Kent State. Well, let's just recap the whole year. So, I'm a class of 2014, baby. Yes, I got my um, diploma in May. Um, I believe May 24th, 2014. May is always a really fun time for me because it's always like my birthday, proms were in May, Um, graduation was in May and any type of graduation in the spring is going to be in May. Um, People just have a a lot going on in that month. So it's always so fun and festive and a lot of stuff going on for me. But um, yeah, so I was finishing up my career as a high school student and just kind of chilling. I remember that summer before college, like I think everybody probably can like relate to me just feeling yourself, you know, I remember like I'm a head type girl, so I like to sometimes be the first one to do something or feel like I'm the first one amongst the people I'm around. So (laughs) I just wanted to make sure, you know, for prom, I had my banging closure set because closures weren't that big back in the day, but had my real nice closure, had my sister's bomb friend, Nigel from Cincinnati, do it just the best. And then, you know, I just wanted to be cute. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get my hair done for this. And then I'm going to have my hair done for my birthday. I'm going to have it for graduation. So that it just be a boom, boom, boom type thing in May. Which is good for trying to save money and make everything be able to be spent at one time rather than a lot. But that's what I was doing. So I was just feeling myself. I was feeling cute. Thought I was, um, you know, cuter than... 
I don't know. <laughs> I actually was pretty cute. Now I wasn't gonna say cuter than I was, but yeah, I was just you know. <laughs> just doing everything as soon as I was turned 18 and I had my independence so I was just loving to go to Barnes and Noble and just be on my laptop just um you know doing random stuff going to get Starbucks reading magazines just stuff like that being on my own and being able to do kind of what I wanted to do to a certain extent and so um I obviously still had to like very much so listen to what my parents and my mom had to say because I was just staying with her more so but my parents and my guardians had to say and I was kind of really at my grandma's house a lot because um just over the winter I was staying with her a lot and um yeah it was just kind of like that my senior year so it was just a dynamic of staying in different places and you know getting ready for things with school and theater and college admissions and all the things that are happening but that summer, yeah, I was just chilling, just really feeling uh, feeling nervous, anxious, happy, excited about all the things that were about to happen. And I want to just say I had a really good graduation time. Like, it was a great time because <laughs> it was good just the feelings of it. But Lord bless me. I got like 3000 something for my graduation gifts. And it's just... I don't know it was just the greatest and I was so happy and I was just like oh my gosh everybody's being so generous and I got to just get the things I needed and I just got to you know have some fun because it was a mix of birthday and graduation so it was just great but yeah yay and so yeah I had a boyfriend um my senior year like the last semester or something or almost last semester or quarter whatever going into like my college semester probably um until like September or something like that I think it was that early but yeah just dealing with that too trying to juggle feelings and emotions and moving far like not far away but far enough for school and you know the dynamics of that and it we didn't actually make it too long into the um into the school year but it's okay we had some good little times, but I'm not going to get into all that because this is just about being a college freshman. So let me tell you, like I said, um, Kent State at that time in the previous podcast, I have alluded to the timing of um, me being there, how I was feeling about myself, growing up, getting some independence is like everybody's doing in school. And it's just schools, colleges are really nasty environments where you just think about the dynamics of the things that go on on a college campus and like the people especially in the dorms obviously those are living quarters and I just want to say people just don't have the same type of like the same type of agreement on what it means to like conduct yourself appropriately or like just chill like and of course Kent State was a lot of white people compared to the number of black people and like there was enough people there that you didn't feel like outcasted but definitely most of the little girls on our floor and I know they're the same age as me but they were acting little all of them were white mainly it was me and this other girl we were the only black ones for the whole floor and I'm saying that to say the hair in the shower like the disregard of most of those girls to get their long stringy hair out the shower on a daily basis or just kind of like do some things that were like you know, regular just sanitary things to me. It's just crazy. And it's like, wow. 
put up with so much and it's I'm just like y'all not wearing shower shoes y'all not y'all don't care y'all not cleaning up after yourselves it was just too many things and you had to really pick the time to do everything at once because ain't nothing like thinking you're about to take a shower and then somebody is in the shower and you have to wait because all the shower stalls are taken so and yeah, that's how we had it so I had a roommate um I met her name is Jody. I met her um we'll talk to her before the school year started just like on social media and I didn't know her though so she was completely a stranger at the time and but we had discussed a little bit of things and said some stuff but it was just two of us and like me personally I just like to have my own space like I don't like to share like living quarters with people and it's like I grew up with a family and I have a sister but it's just like I like to obviously have places in the house where we are together, but when it comes to my room and me wanting to have a place where nobody is and I can just chill, you obviously can't have that with a literal roommate. And so it, it was just a big adjustment for me, but I remember going up to Kent and like just unloading the stuff and um, we were trying to decide, like, because I got there before my roommate did, so I got to pick what side I wanted and everything, which was cool. But, um... We were deciding, do I want to loft my bed, unloft it, whatever, whatever. And I chose to loft it because it just was the best use of space at the time for me. So I thought, but, you know, the whole ladder climbing up into bed situation, that didn't really, you know, that was old quick. But um, I actually fell off one time and fractured my wrist one morning at like 7 or 8 a.m. So that's a annoying way to start the day. But as I digress... We chose to loft it, and that was funny, trying to get everything, like, <laughs> lofted and um, on a cord with the bed and people holding it, but, well, my family holding it, but, yes, so they all came down, my dad, my mom, my sister, all helped me unload my stuff, and I did the decorating myself when they all left. I stayed up basically all night. I like to do all that type of stuff, so did that before, I mean, after they left, but we were just getting that together, and... I don't know. It was just really cool to like, wow, we're really leaving you, you know, the, all the emotions of leaving the baby because I'm the youngest of my family. I have one older sister who's 27, but I'm the only other one. So it was just, you know, emotional and a big transitional time for everyone. But I was like, I'm ready to go. Like, thank you. See y'all on the flip side. And I obviously missed them at different moments. And I would get a little bit homesick. But I did okay. I usually do okay. Um, I got away from the house a lot growing up. So it never was a thing where I didn't know how to conduct myself alone. Or I didn't know how to handle responsibilities. I was pretty prepared for that. So that was always easier. Because some people just have no type of clue how to do things for themselves. Or when they get to college, it's like... Y'all really just are out here not knowing what y'all want to do. Got all the wrong priorities, all the wrong everything. Like, why did you even come here? But it's okay. Everybody has to go through their own things. But, yeah, so the whole roommate situation. Um, Overall, like, we didn't have any, like, major um, squabbles or anything. It's just when I just kind of get irritated over time of, like, wanting to be alone or wanting a certain thing to be a certain way, and it's not, and like, I can't even escape from it. It's just I kind of get kind of irritated, keep to myself a little bit, or just more quiet. But um, yeah, I mean, it was uh, it wasn't too too bad for real. It's just kind of awkward too when people come to stay, and then it's like three extra people, 
in a room too and it's like you want to chill but they got company and it's in your small y'all know how college dorm rooms are so I just had to adjust to all that and it was just a little bit annoying sometimes but I was just kind of just go out do my own thing wear headphones or plans to be elsewhere at that time so no I really did have a good experience like the overall freshman experience I, I think I did have a good time with that um everything was new and fun and at that time, I was exploring downtown Kent, quote-unquote, the downtown. The downtown, I'm saying quote-unquote because it's it's like a little cute downtown because Kent State is right there, but it's not really a downtown. So it's just an area with some little shops, some little things going on, but it's not like typical big city downtowns. So yeah, um, it was that for us, and we could just walk. And I will admit, like I always will say, the campus at Kent State is beautiful. Like the way they designed it, the different levels, the different types of architecture and building styles and the hills and just the process of walking and how people experience the space as they walk in the campus. I think it's very well thought out. But um, I just, you know, personally, my experiences there could have been a little bit better for my liking. But, you know, it is what it is. And I definitely don't regret being there. I don't regret um the people I met, the other moments that I made to, you know, be something that still stands out. So, yeah, but, um, you know, my big hungry self, I was so excited having a meal plan. And it's, you know, it's all fun and games when your meal plans pay for. And it's like you get extra money when you're a freshman and you just have more things to work with. And I actually had some other stuff going on my freshman year. So besides my like meal plan, and everything else, I was still having to pay for some stuff. But, you know, things work out and things got handled. It's just... <clears throat> It was a lot of other stuff going on, but I was loving that, like, just eating whenever I wanted to and just getting this and grabbing that, and you can use your meal plan in different places, and they had Quaker steak, and I'll go down there and just chill, get some wings, get some food, I mean, some fries, and then just get all, you know, everywhere, and I would just be so happy, but I would just realize sometimes, like, girl, you paid $18 for a little stupid meal. And they really will finesse you. Like, if you don't look at which, like, everything's overpriced anyway. But some stuff is just like, this is ridiculous. But if you don't have no money, you literally have to do it. Because it's crazy. So, that was just something I always was like, y'all are taxing and waxing this. Like, y'all know it don't got to be this expensive. Like, for real, for real. Like, we still gonna have the same amount of money. Like, why can't you at least not charge us so much, you know? Like, because whatever but I loved eating and I loved all the food and all the free food the pizza the events that is super fun that always was something fun it really is always something going on you can just go and see different things so that was really cool about my whole college experience freshman year but um also I was like you know just struggling being broke sometimes and not having any money or really trying to like jug out make stuff work when you get to the last final dollars of your meal plan and you really don't you know struggles just happen all the time it seems like so you know it was just really really um cool to I don't know be able to manage the I mean it's I guess it's different too when you know you're gonna have a place to stay and that's what I liked about having housing paid for offer it like you don't got to worry about nothing else. You can just go there and you know as long as your financial aid taken care of, you're going to be good. But, um, yeah, you know, a lot of different issues obviously come with living with that many people and just all the things like that. But it wasn't it wasn't bad overall. Definitely not bad. I met some cool people and there was like a little table by my freshman dorm. They would sit out there and smoke and just be ridiculous sometimes. And 
you know, it's annoying, but I just got used to it. So, yeah, I was right by the oh, Eastway. Yeah, right off Eastway. Mm-hmm. I did, yeah, the, the whole feeling of being a freshman, though, and the whole feeling of knowing that I'm going there to be in college and do my thing, that was a great feeling. And that truly is something I remember because it just really feels awesome. But, um, yes, the friendships, um, no, not friendships, I'm going to get to that in a second. But, yes, when I got to school my freshman year, I was so big on, like, because, okay, so I was transitioning from being, um, relaxed here to natural. And so, sometime my freshman, I mean, on my senior year in high school, I was, like, I straightened my hair and... I got it really straight and it was bouncy how I like it. I didn't get a relaxer and I had like a nice amount of like new growth. And I was like, if I can get my hair this straight all the time, I'm not going to get a relaxer then. Like I can just get it this straight and whatever. So ever since then, that was like May 2013, I think. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I think May 2013 or something like that. And I just didn't get a relaxer again. And I'm still natural to this day, and I love it. My hair is so much more versatile and just behaves so much better. And I will still say my hair doesn't, it can get straight, but it poofs up so quick because I don't train my hair that much and I don't like put that much heat on it, like flat iron heat. But it should, that part is irritating. So we'll see what happens with that as my hair grows longer and I can do more things with it. And hopefully the roots won't be as bad because when my hair puffs up, it's a wrap and it does it so quick. But, um, yeah, I got, I was so like, I'm not going to go natural. Then I went natural. And I was like, no, I don't want to cut my hair. I like my hair. I want hair to grow. I cut that hair. Okay. And I was already cutting like hair, like some of my relaxer off little by little. And then I mainly cut all of it off. But I was just like, I want to cut my hair. I want to have hair at the top and then no hair at the bottom, like a fade kind of, but with like, I want to put a big ponytail up. Like that was a style at that time, having like the big ponytail and the no hair. It was just, that was a thing. So I was like, I want to do it. I went there one time, went to a barbershop and I was like, yeah, let's just cut it. I had some pictures. I was like, let's do it. And I just felt so good, so empowered. And I was just like, I'm really, and I know that's so cliche because when people are going through life changes or want something different, they cut their hair. But for me, it truly did the same like type of freeing, like it just made me feel happy and made me feel more free. So I did that and I was dyeing my hair and I was just, you know, just feeling cute, trying different things and yeah, I just, I loved also get, getting into like the shower, washing my hair, and then I can just do like a, a real wash and go, and my hair don't look drastically shorter. Oh, because it's actually short. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Because I still had a nice amount of hair up top, so that could look kind of short, but that was okay. But when it's not like hair in the back, it just, it looked, I just loved how it looked. So that was a cool time, and yeah, that was just you know, y'all know how it is, but it was really awesome. But yes, back to friendships. I met some super, super cool people freshman year. A lot of different people, obviously, you know, people that I hung out with, don't really talk to anymore. Just people that we kind of saw each other, hung out a little bit, and we still follow each other on social media, and we encourage each other, or people that I had some classes with, and we really got really cool, or just like my friend Jenna, where did we meet at? She was dating somebody and no, that's not how, I mean, the the story is true, but I'm just trying to think how I met her. I was going to crew 
which is like a Christian organization on campus. And I think I met her at crew. And then we went to like a fall retreat together. And literally we stayed at um in the cabin. We got the cabin literally to ourselves. Everybody else had like six, seven people to one and we got one literally it was us two. And it was like, um, yeah, we'll take this cabin and we just hung out with each other and I rode with her there and it was just really fun and we just um started to make a really good friendship and we're still cool to this day and I'm just I'm so thankful for Jenna and yes we just had some great times and she's such a great young lady so talented so insightful and so cute just modeling um doing photo shoots planning for her future planning for events just love her so um met Jenna at Kent State and um she was dating Tanaka I went to a party with Jenna she obviously met Tanaka and lo and behold John is there because my friend John who I met at Kent State we just met there and we clicked instantly I was it was a Halloween it was Halloween weekend in Kent and that's a pretty big weekend they get crazy and they go all out we went to this little party and I just had a little outfit on and a head wrap you know a little African goddess you feel me embodying the the real thing as a Halloween costume <laughs> but I was like just dressed up in a head wrap and all black and he was like oh are you like a, a African goddess or something off rip like the one of the first things he says to me ever is that and I'm like yeah <laughs> and like I forgot got the conversation after that but we just danced and we were chilling and I'm telling you yo like we are still really good friends to this day and we will that's a lifelong friend like that's a soulmate type we're just very similar like he he's kind of like me in a male body and it's crazy and we he's just like actually like we think the same thing sometimes and like we'll just like be about to post something but oh my god you beat me to it or think about somebody and then he texts me or I text him or it's just stuff like that all the time and we'll, we'll, we'll be matching and we didn't talk about nothing and we'll both be matching almost like just different versions but exact colors or like exact like patterns of like shoe pants it's just crazy but um yeah so many memories like just chilling in the car having music and smoke sessions like you know his love for Jill Sky and I was like oh yeah we in there and it's like just cooking brownies cooking food staying over there writing songs because I'm I'm, and I'm gonna give y'all a little treat in a second because I'm gonna show y'all a little bit what he was a part of because they're really talented but it just gets me so weak but um yes like just going to events and it was crazy too because he was from Springfield Ohio and I was like nah I'm from Dayton and we were like that's not that far and so it started going home with each other like when we go back for breaks and stuff and just hanging out and this is gonna reoccur over the years until literally I'm catching up to my life now but it's so crazy like it was such a heavy thing and I was a freshman and he was older so it was like a showing me around or like knowing some more people or doing some more things but we clicked as a friendship like super quickly and super instantly so awesome but like I said here is a song by him our friends Tanaka and Chris they um were also a part of an acapella group when they were at Kent State but this is the three of them singing a song that they made I don't know who exactly wrote it they just are so talented and beat they're between beatboxing and singing and songwriting and just being amazing they one night came up with this so listen up real quick and just see what I'm talking about 
so yeah pretty good they are awesome and literally john just happened to be the ending of that song and it's so funny because like literally i didn't i can't pick the timing of the song like it was meant for me to put this on here. Look at that. Because, like, it was it was just meant that this part of the song was meant for this shout-out for this podcast. Like, look at God. Working. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah. So, so many memories with John and just Tanaka, Chris, Jenna, and just my, like, my studio people that I really, really met that um, I had the most struggles and memories with were... Um, the ones I met sophomore year. So my freshman year ones, I did meet some people that graduated like, quote unquote, the year that I was supposed to graduate. Initially, if I was gonna start studio a year late, the people that would have graduated ahead of me then, I saw I saw some of them, had some classes with them. And you know, they've graduated, gotten jobs in many design fields, and some have just been doing great things. So shout out to you guys, really talented, and I always will respect anybody who is pursuing design architecture or planning or anything like that because it's just a lot more in depth than people can think about sometimes or that think that it actually is so yeah but um yeah what was really cool about that year was I was really starting to learn about interior designs my freshman year obviously but what was really interesting was a class I took um called design thinking and it just got you to look at the design aspects in certain spaces certain areas and what type of things are done for certain effects and what type of you know for instance lightings are good in offices and what's not good for like a hospital or like what type of designs for hospitals are why they are how they are and how certain things can you know lead people on different pathways or be suggestive of certain things or how you have to have ADA standards and you know different things for people who need um certain help with certain things or extra um assistance and even how lighting the effects of lighting how light shining through something versus directly versus how um things will look at different times of the day and how that can impact you know worker and people productivity and how they use the space and maybe kind of tying it into psychology and how people think about things based on how they've perceived space and how they've grown up in those certain environments it shows how people move about areas and so it's just really interesting And I think that's kind of where it sparked the whole idea of studying people more so than just studying materials and studying the things on the outside. Studying the thought processes processes that go behind um, things and how people think about themselves and their spaces. Because if you think about that, you can really start seeing things completely different. And it can begin to really make spaces, you know, flow with nature, flow with change, and flow with the natural thought process. Like, this is random, but it's so funny how they do paths on, like, college campuses more more so than I'm referring to now. And students walk where they want to walk. And so they have the sidewalks there. They have the ways that they want you to walk. But sometimes it literally makes no sense to go around just because there's a sidewalk so people do what they do and they cut across the grass or cut across wherever and there just is like a pathway that is created by people that wasn't intended to be there but if we can look at things like that and we can look at the culture of certain places and people if we design for things like that we can not have wear and tear on a certain type of environment and we can just design to have 
already prepare for people to do that. And it's just different. Maybe we can put rocks right there. Maybe we can just put a sidewalk right there or something. So it's just thought about. And it's just when things are, you know, try to, um, when things are like tweaked like that and people are considered in their most smallest behaviors like that, it speaks to the great nature that design can bring and that's that's the beauty of it that is a amongst so many other beauties of design but that's awesome and that's something that I kind of want to think about when I go forward with this career trying to be more practical and be more useful to just bring out the comfortability of people make people feel like I don't it's just a lot of things that go into psychology and design for real and people's perceived worth and perceived perception of things based on space and based on how they can move about it and just I don't know I just think it's something that needs to be further looked into and continuously worked on so that's why I'm going to do it and be a part of that but yes um one also one thing that I also really got um introduced with that year was AutoCAD and that's a design software that interior designers architects designers use period to you know show spaces and do floor plans and do make the furniture pieces just do a plethora of things but um we were doing that for like an ADA type thing to like make sure a person sitting down and standing up had enough room and how much how much that would change depending on the height differences of a person and it was I forgot what the exact project was but it has something to do with that and we also had to um look at a restaurant or space that we wanted to I picked a restaurant that's why I said that look at a space that we wanted to redesign and reconceptualize based on what was already there so not changing structures but just doing certain things like color lighting positioning to change pre-existing spaces to completely give them a different feel and that's just so important and that's just so awesome I love the creativity that brings and it just gets me excited and that's why I plan to pursue this for my life and um yeah so freshman year yeah just really looking into a lot of different things getting started with stuff and yeah Mm mm-hmm Lost my virginity freshman year in college. So, you know, that brings a whole nother whirlwind of uh, things into life. <laughs> Boys have officially invaded my space. <laughs> no, but seriously, um, just too much. Ugh. We're not even going to go into all that, but just wanted to point it out because it is another major life step in this, you know, in the, the realm of discovering oneself and... Ugh, yeah but yeah um that was that what I'm going to get to this was a big vibe year a big music year and it was a lot of different feelings a lot of different memories associated with a lot of different songs so you know I'm gonna just you know let y'all hear a little something something and then I'm gonna talk about some of the things that happened in the times of those moments that those songs are being played so much and maybe why it means so much to me so take a listen and vibe out with me y'all because as I always say this freshman year of mine in college was truly a vibe I always give you variety don't I don't leave anything untouched, any type of vibe untouched. And that's how I like to listen to my music, actually. I like it to go from rap to soul to Christian to pop to r and I like the things to just shuffle around. And I have a lot of different aspects of myself, so I think that showed that. But real quick down the song list, um, 
that CD that um, Art Deco is off of, I think Music to Watch the Boys too, I believe. Wait, is that what it's called? Let's check, let's check, let's check, let's check. Let us check and see. We're gonna fact check right now. Lied. It was called Honeymoon. And there was a song on there called Music to Watch the Boys too. That's why I said that. But I love that album. And I just... That was a really one of my favorite Lana Del Rey albums. And I'm not like a super huge fan of hers. But I really like that album. So... Yes, I really love that album. And I played it out. And, um... Yeah, it's like... Um... Hillsong United oceans at crew they always sang that song and it's just a beautiful song it's so like it just takes you in it just makes you just at least for me it's just a beautiful christian song and i think sometimes african-american gospel music can be kind of like stereotypical that they have a typical build and typical flow and sometimes it's like the more white type of christian music is more like it's just a whole completely different vibe. But I think this song is a perfect mix. And anybody can really get into the spirit. Anybody can really, like, resonate with it. And it's, it's similar to, like, a I can only imagine type thing. Like, you, I don't know. It's just they did something. And it's just the song. And it's powerful. And how it just is moving. And I love that song. And we sang that song so much um, at Crew. And I just was really connected with that song. And I love it. But, um... Yeah, Novocaine, that's me and John, literally. Like, I listened to the song before that, but that was our song. And we got into the habit of singing karaoke or just, like, singing parts to songs and harmonizing. And I did that all the time in my household, my mom and my sister. And I grew up in church, and so I was used to harmonizing and being in the choir. But we just always harmonized to that song and some other ones, but that's our song and we still go to karaoke and do stuff today and sing Novocaine or when we get together it's like listen now you know what's up we gonna pull it out and we gonna get to it so yeah that's why that one's in there and I just beautiful great song and I just love it and um all your fault for a second I was like totally obsessed with this song and the part they played wasn't my favorite part but just the chorus is what got me and then just the whole vibe I just loved that song so much like and maybe because I was just I overplayed stuff too so when I liked it I liked it liked it and I just literally would listen over and over and over again so that was just a great song I mean a great song Big Sean and um Kanye did their thing with that the vibe is great I think that was a good album for Big Sean. I I mean, his projects are always pretty good. Like, he consistently gets better. Like, I think two rappers that really, I see, have learned a lot and continuously grow are 2 Chainz and um, Big Sean. I'm not saying that's the biggest or the best, but I consistently see growth with their projects. And I see that they've taken time with their mindset. And it's really inspiring, and I love it. So, yes, that's an absolute banger. But, um, I'm missing one. I'm trying to think. What was the second one? Oh, my goodness. So, Sia, first of all, she's crazy. Crazy in the best way possible. She literally just has great vocal abilities. Her songwriting skills are out of this world. And she's wrote so many major hits for some big artists today. But her music, though, and it's like she has her own quirky style. 
this album with a thousand forms of fear i think whatever um the free the animal song is on like fire me gasoline is a banger um dressed in black is a banger chandelier was on this album like she just had so many really great songs and it's just uh, y'all listen to that whole song if y'all haven't heard her i mean heard it or heard of her just oh I just love it because it's so many things going on and it's such a banger. Just go in your car, play the song super loud or listen to some headphones and just feel the music and feel it and hear it. And I hope y'all can be just as happy as I am listening to every single one. But you guys, that's all I have for you this Thursday. Save all your energy, save all your excitedness and everything for next Tuesday because we'll be right back here and I'll let y'all know what we're going to talk about. But for now, sit back and just enjoy this last song to close us out. And this right here is a banger as well. The Hicks always have bangers and they are just a gifted little group of people. So thank y'all so much. Have a great night. Have a great weekend. And you know what? Stand up for yourself today. Do something thoughtful plant a tree, or just really be thankful that you're here and thankful that you made it. Bye, y'all. See you soon. I mean, you don't have to go home, but... No, they didn't. You just finished listening to an Ashley Milan Brooks original production. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.